Oh my goodness, guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, This episode was supposed to be posted a week and a half ago. Uh, In fact, I thought it was posted a week and a half ago. I was very, very busy. Uh, I forgot to click on a thing or two or three or whatever, and it did not post correctly. So I want to apologize to you for that. And um, I don't know. I just got busy, and I was wondering why I hadn't heard anything about this episode. I was like, well, nobody must have liked the... The One Password episode. I had tons of questions about it before, and I thought I'd have a couple of different responses afterwards, and I usually have a response to every episode, but man, it just did not uh, come through. So I I guess I just didn't think about it, didn't look at it, but we're looking at the next episode for next week, uh, next Thursday or so. We will be off this week. Um, I'll be on vacation, but then next week we'll have our video masterclass series starting. So again, apologize, but um, here's your show. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate. My name is Chad Landman, and I'm here as your host for this 58th episode of Ministry Bits. I am happy to be here. Glad that you have joined us. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, we have uh, we took a little break last week, and uh, that's okay. I still want to maintain some consistency. I just uh, have to take a break every now and then. It was one of those weeks last week where everything was on um, everything was on fire. Like literally, felt like everything was just on fire, and uh, those fires had to be put out. And you know how it goes with those kinds of weeks, those kinds of days. And so, got to got to work, got to do those different things. And um, oh, it was a doozy last week. So anyway, uh, we're gonna get talking about one password here in uh, just a minute. I've got two very cool. Uh, very awesome announcements. One, the first one is that we have a sponsor. We have a sponsor for the podcast, and I'm not even joking about that. I, I, this is not a joke. <laughs> uh, we have a sponsor, and it's called Four Parents. Uh, fourparents.com. Number four parents.com. And it is a <clears throat> suite of apps that you can use to uh, protect your kids and protect your family. Uh, and monitor internet usage. You can go to fourparents.com, number four parents. It's a collection of apps that allows you to, to leverage technology to protect and manage your family. Uh, it's got some easy setup. It will empower you to equip yourself uh, to parent your kids' digital lives. Um, you can stay connected uh, to your family through different uh, little apps and services that they have. This is a collection of apps. It's not just one app, but it's a collection of apps, and it ranges from free uh, to five ninety nine a month, uh, and you can only purchase you only purchase what you need, and you can actually cater your system, your strategy for protecting your home, protecting your kids, uh, to it. There's a uh, spin safe browser. There's all sort uh, all sorts of different uh, apps and stuff that you can look at. There's even an app that you can use to help your kids uh, not text and drive. It will literally not let the phone operate if it detects that the phone is going faster than like five miles an hour. And so there is all sorts of great things. I want to invite you to go look at it. There's no obligation to sign up or anything like that. But for the price, six bucks a month, which is very, very good. For that price, you get uh, the entire suite of apps uh, and you get to look at those. There's a number of different apps that you can look at as well uh, to communicate 
and to um, keep track of your ch- ki- kids' digital lives, basically. And so um, they're a sponsor now. I've been in close uh, touch with them at Four Parents. They're based out of uh, Los Angeles and Austin, Texas. And they've got people all around the country working on these different applications. And uh, this is an opportunity almost for you as a, as a listener to, if you're a youth minister, tell your parents about it. If you're a minister, tell your congregation about it. Um, and make sure that you go online to fourparents.com and check it out. You can actually influence the development directly of this application. Um, if you have your parents download this, if you yourself look at this and say, you know, I just wish this one thing was like this. Well, you can make that suggestion directly to the team. I can pass that information along. So if you've got any questions, uh, email me at chad at graymere.com or chad.landman at gmail.com. And uh, I would be happy to answer any questions that you have for the app. Uh, and if you want to pass along some uh, things that you've learned with it and some things that you think would either help improve it or things that you really, really liked about the app, we would love to know more. Go to fourparents.com, number four, P-A-R-E-N-T-S dot com, and that will help you get started and look at the apps and services that are available, both for iOS and Android, and um, it's a way of keeping track of your kid's digital life. Fourparents.com. So, first sponsor, that's pretty amazing. Uh, The second thing that's also pretty amazing is the Video Masterclass. The Video Masterclass will be coming in episode 60. So we've got, uh, or if you want to be correct, if you want to be correctly identified, episode 060. And so this is episode 058, and uh, we will have uh, episode 059 uh, probably next week. And then we will be starting in on our video masterclass. And I've yet to plan out every single episode of the video masterclass, but it won't be more than five episodes. And it will probably be three episodes. And so we're going to do a deep dive into video, both streaming, Facebook Live, online video, uh, video editing, um, getting started with video equipment, all sorts of different things. And so I'm really, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to this. So we're going to start off with our video masterclass. We'll have a couple more episodes, then we're going to do either the podcast uh, masterclass or the website masterclass. And so I'm really looking forward to this masterclass series. And uh, there will be a different, probably a different number of episodes for each one. Uh, I could probably have 10 episodes on the website masterclass, but we're not going to do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put you through that. But uh, anyway, let me know if you think that's going to be cool, good idea. And let me know about things that you want to hear, things that you were wondering about video and video production and getting video online and streaming and things like that. I'm by no means an expert as far as the streaming and Facebook Live goes, but I'm going to be talking to a couple of people that are, to a couple of people that use Facebook Live uh, to a really good extent. And uh, they utilize it almost every single day to do something with. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, have an episode centered on streaming and Facebook Live and different things like that and how you can use it for your church. So I'm really looking forward to that. Make sure you tune in and um, it's going to be great. So all that put aside, we've spent uh, three or four or five minutes on this. Let's go ahead and go to one password. Let's talk about one password. Number one password. Like for parents, it's one number one password. Now, passwords, if you didn't know, are pretty difficult. That's unless that you're one of those yahoos that uh, actually has your password stored all in your brain and you just try to remember them. Um, 
not a really good idea. If you're listening right now and you use the same password for every account that you have, you're the perfect client for one password. If you write your passwords down on a notebook or a legal pad that you stuff in your drawer at work, remember the whole Fer- Ferris Bueller's day, ar- day off or war? No, no, no it's not Ferris Bueller. It was um, War Games where he found the password uh, to the school administrator to change his grades on the little slide out thing that comes out in the desk that was written down right there. It's pencil, right? If you do that, you're the perfect client for one password. If you think, I don't need a password manager. I don't need a password manager. Are you kidding me? Then you're the perfect client for one password. The first thing I do when I get a new computer or device is download two apps. I download Dropbox, I download one password. And the only reason I download Dropbox first is because my one password syncs through Dropbox. And so we'll go into that here in just a little bit. Dropbox has a secure in, in, encrypted vault that is managed by one password where my all of my one passwords uh, articles reside. It is um, a wonderful, wonderful thing to have all of my passwords. I think I have something like 485 unique passwords and things that are logged onto different websites. Um, it's just amazing. So when you think about a password manager, and there's a lot out there, but I'm only going to talk about one password today. When you think about a password manager, this is, you ask the question about one password. What is it? What does it do specifically? Well, it's a password manager. It's an encrypted locker for sensitive information for you. It's an autofill extension for Safari, Firefox, Chrome, iOS, Android. Uh, Every platform you can think of, iOS is on that platform. It's a filing cabinet, essentially, for all of your past passwords that you've had in the past. Uh, it's It's a way to generate new passwords. You can generate, there's a password generator on the desktop app. There's a password generator built right into 1Password. And so it's actually very, very simple to set up. Very, very simple to get. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, all these different things. We're going to break down all those things that I just said. Um, Before we go any further, I do want to talk about pricing for 1Password. Um, And I've got some questions from uh, some listeners. Thank you, listeners, very, very much. And we'll talk about those here in a second about the cost and different things. Actually, I I looked into it a little bit more. I haven't looked at 1Password. 1Password is just one of those apps that I've had for forever. And um, I just... I think I may have paid for an upgrade maybe a year or two ago, but that was the last time I paid for it, and I didn't really have to look at it or worry about it. I just get these auto-updates that come to my Mac and come to my iOS devices, and um, everything's been fine, and I don't pay anything as a subscription, but I paid up front for these apps. Well, when I paid for the apps, I got them on a discount. I think I got the iOS app for $20 and the Mac app for $40, and you may be saying, what in the world, man? That's way too much. It's really not. Think about when you used to buy software that was like 20 and 30 and $40. You'd buy it in the box. You'd bring it home, put the CD in or the disc in. Remember those things, the floppy drives? It, we're just, we're so, we've been so conditioned to pay $1.99 for apps. And this is an app that is incredibly important. And I'll be saying that, uh, more of that here in just a minute. But, First and foremost, 1Password is a manager and extension. We'll be talking about costs 
uh, how much it costs here in a little bit. But first and foremost, it is a password manager and extension. One password lets you store all of your passwords and you never have to remember any of them because you will have them on all your devices. I don't even know most of my own passwords. I, for a few, I can tell you what they are, but I couldn't tell you right now uh, my own, my, what my own email password is from my Gmail. Uh, I have a 40-digit, uh, multi-kind of uh, crazy-looking password for my Gmail because two, three years ago, my Gmail was hacked. And somebody sent an email to everybody in my inbox, and then their emails were hacked, and it was just this email phishing scam. And I said, you know what? That's never going to happen to me. And my 40-digit email password is going to take hundreds of years to break into or a really good hacker or somebody that has access to my 1Password Vault database. And so I make sure that my email is hacked. Now, I say that email is very important. Your email, your main email account that you use is very important to make sure that you have a really good password on because... It's the gateway to the rest of your passwords. Uh, Matt Honan, his last name is H-O-N-A-N. He's a he used to be a writer. I think he's still a writer for Wired magazine. Uh, he is. I mean, he's he wrote for Wired magazine for goodness sake. He got his email hacked, and because he used the same password for his email and for a couple of other things, they were able to break into everything else: his Twitter account, his Facebook account all these other different things. Cardinal rule of Facebook, or excuse me, passwords in general, is to not use the same password. Well, I don't want to have to remember all those. Good thing 1Password remembers them all for you. When you're running 1Password through a browser extension or through the app, and I will talk about browser extensions here in a little bit, you can go right to a login page. Uh, they have extensions for Chrome, extensions for Safari. It's a little button right up there that they put right next to your address bar. It's got a little, looks like a little key lock. You click on it, you put in your master password, which is your master password for everything. And that can be a simple password. It can be six, eight, ten digits. It can be anything. It could be a phrase. It could be numbers. It could be whatever you want. And so if you know your master password, you have access to all of the rest of your passwords. And you know what? On iOS and Android, you don't even have to have and remember your password or type it in because uh, the apps use Touch ID. They use the fingerprint sensor to authenticate and get you into your vault. It's really, really cool. And so when running 1Password through a browser extension, you can go right to a login page. 1Password will autofill. Some, kind, some, some websites are kind of quirky. Some websites don't let you do it because they've got weird scripts running in it. But you can always go. Copy your username, copy your password, put it in. doesn't matter if it's 10 digits or 40 digits. You can copy it right into the website that you're trying to log into. And you can also do this on your iOS device as well. And it'll ask if you want to update that password. If you change in that password, if you want to change it around, you can actually generate a new password right there with one password and then update it. Um, if you uh, get a page that won't let you use one password for some reason or the extensions, you can always just open the app, use the fingerprint scanner, copy the password you need, and whatever. I want to talk a little bit more about the password generator. You're not going to be remembering your long, unique passwords. You're not going to be writing these down on a legal pad or the back of a Hardy's napkin that's in the bottom of your desk drawer that you hope never nobody ever finds, right? Um you're going to have these long, unique passwords, and 1Password's built-in password generator is going to let you create 
uh, long and very, very difficult to hack passwords. Um, you can choose the length. You can choose whether it contains letters and numbers, uh, symbols. You can choose, and it'll show the strength of your password. It'll give you a little green and green bar saying this, the strength of this is very strong, or it'll give you kind of yellow saying this is kind of meh, and it'll give you kind of a red bar that says, no, you don't need to use this one. It'll probably let you use it, but it'll tell you, hey, this is not a strong password. And so you can generate these passwords. You can auto-generate. You don't even have to you don't have to fiddle with them. You can actually just hit the auto generate button as many times as you want. Find one that, that, that looks good to you and use that one. And then the best part is you never have to remember it. Um, I said it was a locker for all of your sensitive information. One password has a really cool feature, especially, uh, well in the application and it's an area for secure notes. It's got an area for logins, passwords, software licenses, and secure notes. And you can put anything in these secure notes. They have a number of fields that you can fill out. Uh, you can put, I've actually put a credit card number in there before because it's encrypted. It's Nobody's going to get into it without your master password. And so I wouldn't recommend keeping all your credit card numbers there or anything like that. But, you know, I keep um, social security numbers of my, my children in there. Uh, I trust this app uh, fully. And um, 1Password, to my knowledge, has never had a major breach. And the reason why is that they don't keep the information, they don't keep your information on the servers. They sync it with, with Dropbox. And when it's in Dropbox, it's in a form that, like if somebody broke into my Dropbox, they would not be able to access my uh, my keychain, I guess, the keychain for 1Password. Uh, they just wouldn't be able to... Uh, look at it because it'd be a bunch of nonsensical data. It, it's encrypted, so it'd be a bunch of nonsensical data unless they crack that encryption. And so they haven't done that yet. I haven't heard of that yet, at least. And so it's a secure place that you can put it. So you can put any other category you'd like to add there for the secure notes. Um, I keep uh, copies and images of my like my child's social security numbers and things like that. I keep software app, uh, licenses for apps that I've purchased. Uh, the mobile app even has an encrypted browser. Uh, if you're extra paranoid, so it's got a browser built right into it, so you don't even have to use Safari, you don't even have to use uh, Chrome or anything like that. You could actually use the One Password browser for all of your browsing if you really wanted to. Um, so now we need to ask the question: How much? How much is it? Um, I I cannot overstate, and I probably said it three times already, but I cannot overstate that great apps aren't cheap. Uh, quality is not cheap. You know that with anything else in life, uh, you're going to buy some shoes. The shoes from Target are going to be cheaper because they are not as good a quality. But you buy shoes from Foot Locker or you buy Nike or Reeboks, and they're going to be a little bit more expensive because of the brand, but they're going to be more expensive because of the quality as well. And so this is a quality, top-notch, top-shelf app, and it is one of the apps that I'm so thankful for and that I really don't think that I would be able to live without. Um, I could use a number of different password managers, but I choose to use this because I've used it before. When I started using it three and four years ago, um, the developer Agile Bits was just scratching the surface of what they've been able to do uh, with iOS, fingerprint scanners, authentication, things like that. And so I paid up front for it. I paid $40 for the Mac app and I paid $20 for the iOS app. And um, they don't do that anymore. They actually do a subscription service now. So just like a lot of other things, uh, 
that have went to subscription services. One um, Password has also went to subscription services. Now you can download One Password uh, today, right now. Try it free for 30 days. If you're an individual just using it for your purposes, uh, it's a little, you kind of have to search a little bit for it to make sure that you're not going to have to pay a subscription fee, but you can actually use it for free. Uh, but if you use one password uh, with your family, meaning you want to um, use it with your family, you can use it with your um, your spouse, you can use it with your kids, you can use it with uh, parents, grandparents, or anything like that. Anybody you choose, uh, it's four ninety nine per month for a family up to five. So five bucks a month for a family of five. And uh, that means you can share all those passwords. You have unlimited passwords, credit cards, secure notes that you can put in there. Uh, there's one gigabyte of secure document storage. So you can put tax returns in there. You can put credit card numbers. You can put uh, all sorts of different documents in there. Uh, these, this app, and I do want to mention, this app is award-winning. It has won so many different awards. Uh, Agile Bits is the developer, and they have phenomenal customer service. And they have won so many awards, and they do such a good job with this, and they continue to do a good job of it. And so it's basically your family's safe deposit box with a, with a digital key. And um, it lets you access all those things. The cool thing is that you can set up all sorts of permissions. For instance, if you uh, want to set up, say you have two kids, two teenagers, and your husband and wife. Well, there's a certain apps and services that you want everybody to be open. For instance, when I talk about digital parenting stuff, uh, I talk about uh, how you should always know your passwords for your kids. Well, I think that anybody should be, you, you could make it, here, here's how you could do it. You could say mom and dad know the password to all the kids' accounts, but the kids don't know the passwords to all mom and dad's accounts. You know, they don't need the iTunes password. They don't need the utility bill password. They don't need all those different things, and they shouldn't see those. But you should be always able to see both of their passwords. And so you can set it up as to who sees what. And you can set it up to uh, make sure that the kids can't change any of those types of things and that you will always know their password. And even when they update, excuse me, and even when they update their password, um, you will know and it will auto update there in the app. Say they got a warning to change it or uh, their account was compromised or something like that and you're just not available. Well, they can change that and it will change it in the one password app as well. And so that's just really, really cool. It's for families. But then there's one for teams as well. It's $3.99 per team member. And so this would be valuable for church secretary. Uh, this would be valuable for uh, any if you have multiple ministers on your staff, say minister, youth minister, and a secretary that need to share passwords. Uh, you can always have different permissions there. And you can store unlimited passwords, secure notes. You can sh securely share those things and documents with your team members. You can manage your team from a single admin console. It's actually really nice. I've been able to check it out. We don't, I don't personally use it, but it's a really, really great feature. But it's $3.99, 4 bucks per team member. So $12 a month gives you this incredibly secure locker for doing what you need to do in a digital way. Um, when it's too important to go anywhere else, it, it really gives you full control over these things, over your team's most important information. And you can share those things back and forth with your team as well. So I think that's really valuable. I think this is a really valuable service, a really valuable application. I do want to get to a, a couple of different listener questions. 
And uh, I hope that you'll stick around for those listener questions. They're very good questions because they bring up very good things that I was going to talk about, but they actually brought them up for me. And so uh, Daniel Saunders, who is uh, DS underscore, um, says, so you spell his name, you can find him on Twitter at DS underscore S-A-Y-S. So he's Daniel Saunders. Uh, He says, why is it worth the cost over Safari or iCloud password manager and what Daniel's talking about is the iCloud what's called iCloud keychain um, iCloud keychain is actually a very good uh, alternative this is a this is a great question if you're cheap uh, you don't want to pay a subscription fee and you just want to use the app an app like one password then one cloud uh, excuse me iCloud keychain is a very good alternative and so with iOS 10 with iOS 11, Keychain was much improved. Um, you may have it remember some of your passwords. I actually have iCloud Keychain remember some of my passwords uh, sometimes, either by accident or just by just tapping on it. And it's really nice to be able to just kind of go back to that website and the little pop-up thing says, hey, do you want to log into this website? And it's actually pretty nice. Uh, it's a good alternative and it's a secure way to store unique passwords for everything so, so that you don't have to remember them. Uh, however... There's a couple of things that you don't get with that. Uh, Number one is you don't get multi-platform support. You don't get support across Android devices. You don't get support um, through the Chrome browser. If you use the Chrome browser on your your desktop or Firefox or any other kind of browser, uh, you almost have to use Safari and you have to use Safari on your phone and you can only use an Apple phone and that's very secured to the Apple ecosystem. Now, if you use those things, those tools, if you're not a Chrome user, you're not a Firefox user, not an Android user, then iCloud may be good for you. But what about other people in your uh, in your family? Uh, are all of your devices Apple? I actually, I, I doubt that very seriously. And so you don't get multi-platform support. The second thing that you don't get uh, is a password generator. Um, and you, now I, I take that back. I, let me back up just a minute. Uh, Although on the Mac, you can actually access uh, and generate passwords through Safari. So you can actually do that. It's not nearly as intuitive as doing it on one password. But when you're making up a password for a thing, it it says suggest password. And so you can do that. But it won't give you the option to cater it and customize it and things like that like you can do in one password. Um, You have to use, for instance, uh, talking about the multi, going back to the multi-platform support, which you don't get. You, have, you would have to use um, Android or Chrome or, excuse me, Google Smart Lock, and that's kind of their equivalent. So you would have two different systems with maybe two different sets of passwords if you use these things across platforms. And so that's that, to me, is a big selling point uh, because normally I just kind of forget about it and use iCloud Keychain. I'd love to be able to do that because most of my devices, I have a Mac, I have an iPhone, an iPad, and so I don't really fool with Android a whole lot, but... When I need to, and when I do, it's very valuable to have, and it's very good to have that cross-platform support. Um, So, excellent question. Thank you so much, Daniel, for your question. Eric Gray on Twitter. uh, Eric the Gray. Eric underscore the underscore Gray. He says, how can I use it without paying $60? Well, as I stated before, uh, 1Password now is for new users. Uh, as as low as $3 a month for individuals and $6 a month for families. Now, you might want to look into that. For individuals, you can actually use it very, very cheaply. But for families, uh, you can use it for $3 a month for team members. 
And then um, you act, there actually is a free tier. Eric says something about how he didn't, he's been using it for free for a while and he doesn't really know. Well, that's because they changed their revenue model a lot. You're getting the quote unquote diet version of 1Password, which is still really great, but you're getting the diet version of 1Password, not paying for it. And you're, that's all you need. But if you wanted to share with other family members, if you wanted to share passwords and exchange um, uh, secure information between teams, then you're going to need to pay uh, that $3 a month or that $6 a month. And so you think about that, spending $72 a year on the $6 a month plan, um, that's for keeping your entire team's passwords secure. And $72 a year may seem like a lot. But again, um, that's how much you would pay for a cell phone bill. That's how much you would pay for uh, one month of cable. Uh, and if you're paying that less, that least amount for your cable, I want to know. I want to know what kind of cable you have because mine's more like 80 or $90. And so we have to look at our priorities and say, okay, how much would we pay? And, and I do want to make this point about paying for something up front or paying a couple of bucks a month for something. Oh, I'm a cheapskate. I don't want to play for, for subscription stuff. Well, you better get over that because everything has moved to subscription now because one, it's a better value for the customer because you get constant updates and stuff like Adobe, stuff like text expander, stuff like uh, one password. It's a better value for the customer. Uh, you don't have to worry about updates, uh, buying new software. And two, um, these companies have revenue streams now that they can support future development and make the products that you're using and paying for three, four, five bucks a month much better. So just my opinion, if you want a quality product, you need to shell out a couple of dollars. We're talking about $3 and $6 here a month. We're not talking about a week. We're not talking about, we're talking about the price of a, a Starbucks every single month, uh, the price of a value meal uh, every single month. And so how much would it be worth if you got your identity stolen? How much money would you pay to get your identity back? How much money would you pay to not have your Twitter or Facebook account hacked? You know, as a minister, that's pretty sensitive because if somebody gets on my Facebook account and starts posting a lot of different things that I don't approve of, or I don't, um, I would never get on there and post that are inappropriate. That's bad news as a minister. So to me as a minister, that seems like a no brainer that I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay three bucks a month for something like this to protect me and six bucks a month to protect me and my family. So how much are you willing to spend to keep your da family's data safe, your family's passwords? Just ask that question. Last question, Will Harrison, friend of the show, wonderful guy. Everybody's friend of the show. Eric, friend of the show. Daniel, friend of the show. But Will, he is WBH underscore IV, which is four. So WBH the fourth on Twitter. He says, how does one, the OnePassword app on iPhone work? Is there an autofill password function? Is there an autosave password function? So on the iPhone, and I addressed a little bit of this, but I wanted to, to kind of keep it out so I could address Will's question here. On the iPhone, OnePassword mostly works through other apps, in other apps, excuse me, through an extension in the share sheet. Now, the share sheet is that little uh, box with the arrow pointing up in it. That's the share sheet. It brings up the share sheet. And if you need to enable 1Password, I think you have to, you hit the little more thing with the three dots on it. You go and you green, you t hit the tick, uh, tick box that makes it green instead of gray, and you enable 1Password, the 1Password extension. And so anytime you're filling out anything in that, the little box with an arrow point pointing up and it comes up, share sheet comes up, 
You'll be able to open up 1Password within whatever app you're in and it will autofill the login on the screen. Uh, so whatever app you're using, whether it's on Safari, whether it's on the Facebook app, the Twitter app, anything like that, you can actually open the share sheet. You can hit the 1Password icon. It'll pop up right there and ask you for authentication. So you just put your thumb on there uh, that you use Touch ID and different things or type in your master password and boom, it comes up with the relevant password most of the time. Now, if you don't have a password stored for that website already, then it's going to ask you to create one. It's going to say uh, nothing found and you can just hit the plus thing and create a new one. But say you're logging into Facebook and 1Password knows your Facebook address, you just click on our Facebook uh, username and account password, then you just click on that, touch that little thing, and it comes back, autofills for you, and logs you in automatically. Some places, like I said, are a little bit quirky, um, but most of them work very, very well. And so there's an autofill password function. There's an autosave password. If this password is different than the one that you have, then it will generate that password. Now, it's a little bit more manual on iOS. You have to kind of go in and say, I want to save this as a password uh, for this. So it's not an auto thing, but on the Mac, it is. It will ask you if you've got one password open, it will ask you, hey, do you want to update this password? Hey, do you want to do you want to save this password uh, for this? And it'll pop up a little dialogue window. It's actually really, really nice. And so that extension's available for every single browser. Uh, it's available for every platform. Windows, Chrome alike, or Windows, excuse me, and Mac alike. Uh, it's really nice. So I hope, Will, I hope um, Eric, and I hope, uh, Daniel, I answered your questions. Thank you so much for your questions. And if you do have questions about anything that we talk about uh, or any upcoming shows, especially video, especially our video masterclass series coming up, uh, you can go to at Ministry Bits on Twitter, twitter.com slash ministrybits. And tweet at us. Let us know what you thought of the show. Let us know what you think in general. And uh, tweet us at your questions. But uh, kind of summing everything up here, kind of wrapping it up. A little bit longer of a show today, but um, it's a it's a big subject. 1Password is a, is a huge thing. It's been my go-to, 1Password has, for, for years. Uh, I really don't see how I can manage my passwords without it. Uh, I would find a way, but 1Password just makes it so easy. Uh, you can get a three thirty free 30-day trial. Uh, if you go to onepassword.com, that's one p a s s w o r d dot com. Sign up today, and just like all serv- uh, subscription services, you can cancel that at any time. So there's no signing up for a year or two year contract or any of that kind of uh, nonsense. But I appreciate so much uh, you tuning in today uh, to our One Password episode. Uh, and we, I can always follow up if you've got questions. I can always follow up on these things. You can find the show notes. There's not too many show notes, but you can find show notes for this episode at chadl.co slash mbits slash 058. And um, I do appreciate you tuning in. Let me know what you think about the video masterclass. Make sure you check out our sponsor, 4parents.com, number4parents.com. And uh, check out that suite of apps uh, for protecting your kids and those that you love. And uh, you guys go out. And have a blessed week.